Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we have Rembrandt Flores with us. Hi, Rembrandt. Hey, Brandt. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. So uh, Rembrandt is the CEO and founder of the Entertainment Fusion Group. And if you work with in, in the influencer space, um, uh, also with a celebrity endorsement, celebrity PR events, uh, you've probably heard of, of, of Rembrandt and his group, the Entertainment Fusion Group. Um, Rembrandt's also working on a million other things that we're going to go through today. Most notably, uh, Agent, the launch of Agent C, which is a uh, clubhouse-focused agency, uh, very timely and probably the hottest social network in the world right now. So it's great to have you on the program today, Rembrandt. Um, as we start off, I, I, I'd love to just know a little bit about yourself and your career and, and how you got going. Yeah, I mean, again, as you said, I'm Rembrandt. I'm the, the founder of Entertainment Fusion Group, uh, and we're a full-service communications agency headquartered in LA. Our team offers four verticals of service, including media relations, influencer outreach, celebrity artist partnerships, and events. And we've worked with some of the most recognizable brands out there like Electronic Arts, LG, Casper, Away, Sonos, Cameo, Tinder, Ubisoft, Diageo, you name it. Um, and uh, we've had the company since 2005, so 15, 16 years now. And we've just been chugging, chugging along. Um, obviously PR is in a different space now. And so that's why we've gotten a little bit more digital. And now we're doubling down on digital because we can't do in-person events, which we were always known for. So doing all the stuff with branded content and obviously social uh, and trying to really figure out how to get our brands into the forefront um, using, you know, Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and now Clubhouse. Um, That's so right. Well, I've seen your show on TikTok, actually. Yeah, one minute with Rembrandt. And the funny thing is, Brandt, like I was really bullish on it. And, uh, you know, I kind of forced myself on TikTok because I didn't do any of the dancing. So I'm like, how is Rembrandt Flores going to be on TikTok? So I thought that one minute with Rembrandt would, would make sense. And for those who haven't watched it, one minute with Rembrandt is basically one minute interviews with celebrities. Um, and then I would play a one minute game with them called Minute to Win It with Rembrandt. And the funny thing is I was really consistent with it until Clubhouse. So I haven't done anything with the show uh, since um, since September or maybe August because once I started getting a clubhouse, I like literally moved my all my vices into clubhouse. Like I no longer Netflix I, and chill. I no longer do TikTok for the interviews. Now it's like all clubhouse. So when I have spare time outside of EFG and all the other stuff that I'm doing, um, it's clubhouse, which is needless to say i'm slightly addicted <laughs> well uh let's get let's get into all of that so you're working on quite a variety of things you've yeah. got the entertainment fusion group 
and yeah. all of the day-to-day -day work that you do with celebrities and influencers. Yeah. Uh, but obviously extending that now maybe into the, the clubhouse space. And, and I think there's some other things that you're working on. Yeah, I mean, outside of EFG, I also started another company in the pandemic called Flowing Ventures. And that's where I do all my advising, right? Sorry, angel investing slash advising. Um, so I figured that, you know, since I have EFG and I sort of help these startups and these brands, I might as well also advise them outside of EFG and then also, you know, invest in them because I believe in these brands. And most of them are in the DTC e-commerce uh, CPG space. And so um, it's been funny because, you know, again, since I started this in the pandemic, I've just been noticing more and more companies start. And, and it's been great to see that these companies are not, um, not recession proof or pandemic proof, but started at the, during the pandemic. And so I'm like, hey, I can do this too. So it's been really great, really fun. Um, I just in, uh, invested in a company. Uh, the one I'm really, really excited about, all of, all of them, I can name one, is uh, called PYM, and that's P-Y-M, and it's a, a wellness product. It started by Zach Williams. Um, his father is the late Robin Williams, and he started these chewables uh, that help people who are feeling anxious or overwhelmed or whatnot. But uh, I've been... I've been uh, using it. Now I'm a, an investor and soon to be advisor. And to now that. you're very calm all the time. All the time. <laughs> so it's, it's been, it's been fun. That's great. So, so Pim, that sounds like an amazing product. And uh, certainly there's been an, uh, an explosion of, of interest in those kind of wellness food products. So it yeah. sounds like a great firm and a great, yeah. great, a great invention. It's all organic only has three ingredients and so you know i'm again super bullish on uh the cpg space and health and wellness specifically because i think that everyone in the pandemic still in the pandemic um i think we we need a little help you know because we're always home and we're stressed out and our release used to be home and now but we're home so where do we release we go outside we like so it's 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 uh it's been uh interesting to see that i and sad to see rather. So, so, so let's talk about, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about your addiction, your addiction to clubhouse. Uh, now, uh, Rembrandt, last time you and I spoke was last summer. And yeah. at, at that time you were telling me about this amazing thing that was going to change the world. And, and I think your addiction has only grown into maybe a company. I, I think it's right. I mean, my addiction is to clubhouse, right. And, uh, back then there was maybe like 30,000 people on the platform and today they have 10 million people on the platform so to say that this has caught fire would be an understatement right and needless to say you know when i have an addiction i always have to find a way to monetize or, or at least find a way to help people um, who also may have my same addiction um so my friends and i uh, there's four of us and uh we decided to actually start a management company for those on Clubhouse because now there are new influencers on Clubhouse, right? So it's not like Instagram where you're showing photos and videos, right? Since right. Clubhouse is only audio, uh, new influencers are these thought leaders um, and people with huge businesses who are part of the C-suite, CEOs, CMOs, um, or people like that. So we started agency, A-G-E-N-T, capital C, which stands for clubhouse or creative or collective, all of the above, right? Um, 
And uh, so we're trying to figure out how to get brands onto the platform and do it in a, a very, very distinct way uh, to do it in a way that is fitting for that brand and, and for Clubhouse specifically, and also repping the biggest names on Clubhouse. And these what, people- what, have, Rembrandt, what, are brands, what are brands doing right now on Clubhouse? I mean, are, are we starting- Many, many, many things. So one example is that uh, some members of our team onboarded Tory Burch, right? So obviously Tori Birch is a billion dollar brand and she herself is a brand. So it was just like a, a welcome party to her and the platform. So it was more of an AMA, um, getting to know Tori and then everyone just asking questions about how she got started or where is the business gonna pivot because of the pandemic and, and going on to 2021 and 2022 um, about sustainability, all those things. Uh, another brand that we are potentially working with again. We just did a test with them earlier um, this past month. Uh, I'm sorry, at the end of January, it was, I'm sorry, no, it was the beginning of February, but um, it's iHeart Media and iHeart Podcast. And they're trying to figure out like, okay, so there's Clubhouse and then there's, they have the, the biggest podcast, they're the biggest podcast publisher in the world. So how do we, how do they coexist, right? So people who are addicted to the podcast can go to Clubhouse to see people live and interacting on a on a I, I imagine they have probably mixed feelings right now about Clubhouse. I, I, I imagine they feel a little bit like they may should I, be doing that themselves. <laughs> I, think, I think they like Clubhouse. And so I think that's why they want to make sure that they have a presence because it's a good oh. funnel, right? Maybe people who don't know about any of their podcasts can learn about them on Clubhouse and then off Clubhouse, they can go to the podcast. So I think there's a, there's, it's, it's gonna be um, a way to, to make them both happy. And I think so, it's- So, you know, with these brands, with these brands entering into the Clubhouse world, and I know that you also work with brands in, in, in emerging platforms like TikTok as well. Yeah. Why are these platforms so important uh, today? And um, how have these brands really built out, um, or how have these, these platforms helped brands essentially add another characteristic to themselves? I think that these platforms are super important because it gives you real time data, right? So you're getting access to them right now. And so you can really get, you know, culture based on what you're getting from them on Clubhouse or TikTok. So you can see the trends. So you can actually analyze trends and you can actually spot trends based on what you're seeing on TikTok. And especially, you know, TikTok's not live or they do have a live component, but it's not known for live, right? They're little short videos versus Clubhouse, you're getting them live. So when I'm in a room and a room has 1,000, 2,000 or 3,000 people in it, I know what these people are actually thinking because they're talking on my stage. So when they're asking their questions or they're commenting or they're telling us what they like about the brand, not like about the brand or uh, anything of that nature, that's real data and that's right. live data. So it's really, really great to that. Yeah, the live element is, is really interesting. I, I Obviously there was a little bit of a controversy I think last week with, uh, I think an, indi uh, an individual in China that had infiltrated Clubhouse, right? Yeah, and and there was a and they were then rebroadcasting uh, some of the 
clubhouse uh, clubs uh, uh, onto their website. Yeah. Uh, it sounds to me like all emerging platforms uh, that clubhouse is going through some basic growing pains and probably scaling up. But I mean, are, are you in any way concerned about any of those issues or? I'm not concerned because I think that you have to re remember that clubhouse is public. It's in beta right now still, um, but there's 10 million people on it. So yeah. it is gonna get to the point where it's gonna have 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 million people on it. And so no matter what I do on Clubhouse, if I'm speaking, I need to know that it's okay. What at least I have to know that what I'm saying is gonna be okay for me to, if someone happens to be recording it. It is against their policy to be recorded right now, but if it gets out there because someone recorded it then right. it's recorded and but knowing that it's a platform that's meant to be for the public uh there are ways on clubhouse obviously where you start private rooms and in those you can say whatever you want right because it's private you're inviting specific people into that room and you're having a private conversation so then you know that you're safe but if you're going to in a public room like the majority of these rooms are then know that it could be out in the universe forever Right. And I always keep that in mind when I'm saying anything uh, on stage. So, so Rembrandt, how do you, if, if I imagine you were telling me about your clubhouse usage day, you know, how, how do you, how do you use clubhouse as a, as a consumer? As a consumer. So I'm a listener. So for right. example, you know, there have been really so many big stages lately on Clubhouse and three in our three in particular that I want to uh, sort of call out is one when Elon Musk was on the platform, right? It broke the internet. It broke the platform. It was so crazy. Um, so I'm there listening because I want to know what Elon's going to say because, you know, uh, Elon's Elon. So I, I definitely want to know what he's going to say about Bitcoin, what he's going to say about Yeah, Tesla. clearly, you know, when he said that, I guess Bitcoin was overheated this yeah. week, it, it, it had a dramatic impact, impact yeah. on the value. And yeah. then he had, he, had the, uh, he had the greatest idea of bringing Vlad from Robin Hood on and grilled him. And I don't know if that was planned or not, but it was amazing. So we heard from Vlad, the CEO of Robin Hood directly, about what happened to these meme stocks, what's going on with AMC and, and uh, Reddit and all that. So it was, it, was, it was great to actually have that and to have this be possible. Another one was when Zuck was, was on Clubhouse for 15 minutes, you know? And so Mark Zuckerberg on Clubhouse, like what? So that was also an insane moment. And then thirdly, that just happened last night, Bill Gates. Bill Gates came on and I think that was specifically to discuss his book but it was great to hear his perspective on like what's going on on Microsoft. Is he a gamer? Like to hear. But, but I guess my question is: Are you? Is it? Is it scheduled listening, or are you kind of almost kind of just flipping from one stage to the next throughout the day? Is it just kind of like back I'm, background, or? Yeah, I'm more specific in my approach, right? So to me. I don't just happen to listen to a lot of things anymore, right? When I was in discovery mode, yes. But now I don't have the time. Right. So I literally go like, okay, I know that X person is going to be on the stage at 6 p.m. I'm going to be on that stage. Or I have my own rooms, right? right? At night. So whether it be my 
influencer marketing room at night, or we do a thing on Tuesday mornings for two hours called Taco Tuesday, where we talk to someone from our favorite brands who happen to be in the C-suite and highlight uh, that person. Um, so it's sort of scheduled. And then when I do have downtime late at night, and I want to zone out. Yes, I'm flipping and going like, oh, what's a fun stage? For example, uh, there's a room called Lullaby Club that I'm in uh, at night when I can't sleep. And so it's literally all of these up and coming singers singing me to sleep. Uh, <laughs> That's great. By Axel Mansour. And Axel Mansour happens to now be the face of Clubhouse. Like if you look at the icon on your phone for Clubhouse, that's Axel and he created this lullaby club. And so they changed the face of Clubhouse ever so often. I don't know if it's one month or two months or whenever they want to, but last month it was Bomani and this month is, is Axel. So, so yeah. I know that there was something that um, I've heard in with, with some of our clients that are, are working in Clubhouse is that um, certainly Clubhouse became almost like a cultural zeitgeist trend um, from individuals such as yourself, Rembrandt, that were early adopters. Yeah. But also several celebrities became early adopters as well. And um, and I, I think there was a little bit of tension I heard that they didn't feel that they were getting the recognition or maybe, you know, that they deserved. Is there, how's that working out? <laughs> I mean, that's what I kind of love about Clubhouse. You know, I come from the celebrity world, right? Right. And, and in, in that world, you know, with Twitter and Instagram and, and Snapchat and TikTok, everyone gets verified, right? And so everyone <laughs> knows the celebrity and they get a special status, which is great for them. And what I like about Clubhouse is that they've told me, told us in, in their sort of town halls, they're not doing that. Right. And why? It's because it, that's not the point of Clubhouse. Like you're supposed to be your real self. So we don't need a check mark to say that you're your real self, you're your real self. And what I love about Clubhouse is the democratization of our society with Clubhouse. So everyone's an equal voice with everyone. And that's why it's so amazing when I'm on stage with people that I never thought I would be on stage with, right? right. Um, one stage I was with, you know, Sophia Amoroso, then Gary Vaynerchuk and Jen Rubio from Away. Like, it was like, where are you gonna be on the same stage being able to talk to all these people at the same time? Right. It's amazing. And yeah. another fun room that we were in was, you know, it was uh, almost like a, a Mean Girls reunion, right? There was Lindsay Lohan and you have Perez Hilton who was moderating it. And then I think it was Tori Spelling on that stage. And then you had Jonathan Bennett who was in Mean Girls. And it was it was phenomenal. And Daniel Francesi who was also in Mean Girls. Yeah. Crazy. And so I see more of that happening. I like it. So what you're basically saying is that there's a, uh, maybe there were influencers and maybe they were asking for special status, but in the real, in reality, this is a platform for everyone. That's a, and that's beautiful. I really like that. So, I mean, obviously you're enjoying, uh, the development of this company and, and I, I really love to hear, um, the, the, from, from entrepreneurs such as yourself who have used this pandemic moment to reinvent, rebuild, rethink, and then roll out some new ideas. And that's spectacular. But as you think of, of over the last year, what is giving, bringing you personal joy with, with the work that you're doing um, and some of these, and as well as the work in some of these projects? I mean, if you're asking me what gives me the most joy from my work, uh, it's always that pat on the back from my clients. So 
you know, like we represent a company called Altwell. And when they say good job or like their sales increase because of something that we've done, that's always that sparks the most joy from me. It's the, the wins. And I think the wins now in a pandemic feel a little more sweeter uh, because there's so much going wrong in our world and yeah. much has changed. And literally day after day, I don't know what world we're living in, right? You don't know what's going on. You read the news and you're like, oh, this is happening. Oh, that's happening now. It's it, I, I never am surprised anymore with what I'm seeing or, or hearing about the news. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's what gives me joy. And, you know, to sort of balance my life from working so much and whatnot, like I have to do something for myself. And and that is, you know, what I just installed in the backyard. Like, you know, now I have a jacuzzi so I can relax and and I also put a tonal back there and 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 uh, a Peloton. So I can nice. get my off work. So I have my little home gym and that gives me a bunch of joy too. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it's great when, uh, when you still get that uh, acknowledgement, obviously from clients or from, from a brand or from influencer or celebrity or saying that was a great product or uh, I, in, I enjoyed this or that. So yeah, I, I, I really believe in the influencer space in general, as well as exploring these new channels. And you see that when companies get it right, the benefits are just exponentially uh, important. Uh, and so I, I'm very excited to hear that companies like yours are pushing in uh, more and more in that area. As you see this space evolving over 2021 and going into 2022, what are what's what are your hopes for the future? My hopes for the future. I mean, I think I'm gonna make this a little bit more general of yeah. what my hope for the future, not just sure. for um, my hope for the future is that we get to a place more rooted in kindness. because uh, I think that there will never be enough of it. I want us to be kind to one another, kind to our planet, kind to our animals. I mean. I could only wish I could see more of that in our lifetime, right? And I also want to see us like give more. Um, our industry needs that more than ever. Uh, we need to give to those who are less fortunate, who don't have those opportunities, those who are neglected by society, um, and those who've just never had a chance uh, to be seen and heard. Uh, those are the things I would like to see. Is it going to happen? I hope so. And I think that we are all more woke than ever. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's going to take a long time because, you know, these industries that we're in, whether it be marketing or PR or social media or whatever, have been around for a really long time. And so they're kind of, they, it takes a long time for, for real change to take effect. But uh, I hope it happens because I'm myself am trying every day uh, how I how I can do better, how I can give, how I can be more kind. Uh, it's a daily thing now for me. So I hope it happens to everyone. Well, well I mean, I, I think that's kind of a great way to, to leave it. Uh, I mean, the idea of, of, of more kindness in the world can only be a good thing. And certainly, I think giving voices uh, through channels like Clubhouse a, a, a broader voice to many, many different groups is really going to be a strong step forward. Yeah. So 
So, so thank you, Rembrandt, so much you, for Matt. joining us on Uncaged today. Um, Uncaged is a show that gives a voice to amazing executives like Rembrandt Flores from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. Rembrandt Flores has been with us. He's the CEO and founder of Entertainment Fusion Group. He is also one of the founders of a new agency called Agent C that will help you navigate the world of Clubhouse and uh, working on a million other things at the same time. Thank you so much for joining us today, Rembrandt, and we look Thank forward to having you on again. And I can't wait for the next time we hang out again. Absolutely. Talk to Thank you soon. You. Okay, bye now. Bye.